Hi, I'm Debbie Levine. I'm the Senior Deputy Editor of Radiology, and I edited a special issue of Radiology called Exploring the Evolution of Imaging that we put together to help RSNA celebrate its centennial. And I'm here today speaking with Dr. Albert DeRoos, who's a professor of radiology at Leiden University Medical Center. And he, along with Charlie Higgins, wrote a very nice review for this collection called Cardiac Radiology, a Centenary Review. So Albert, welcome. Thank you, Dr. Levine. It's, it was so nice to read your article, and I just want to thank you and Dr. Higgins for doing such a great job for us. I was wondering if you could tell me, what did you find to be most interesting about the process of reviewing all of these articles for your publication? So uh, when we prepared this review, we had problems how to handle all these articles. And Dr. Higgins, who is unfortunately unable to join this podcast, uh, was very instrumental in guiding me in the right direction. And uh, what we actually did was to uh, collect all the articles from uh, radiology on cardiac imaging. And it was really surprising that there were many, many hundreds of them. So to find a selection in these hundreds of articles was a real challenge. And it was surprising to see how uh, things developed over the years and some of the issues which are still currently of interest were already recognized in those early years. So the continuous line of development and the same problems arising over and over again was a real learning experience and to see the continuity of history. And, and what are these problems that keep on arising? So uh, it was very remarkable that many of these techniques uh, that were invented by very smart people were clinically not recognized. People were very skeptical about all these techniques. And many of these techniques took maybe 10, 20 or more years to enter the real clinical arena. And that has repeated itself over and over again with new techniques that were proposed for cardiac imaging. So we've got thought leaders who come out with something and it takes a while for it to translate into clinical practice. Yes, that's a real surprising experience. And uh, we discussed uh, several of these, uh, these examples, how things were invented and took a long time to be introduced in clinical practice. For example, we took uh, an example uh, with late gadolinium enhancement. It was already discussed and uh, all the principles were described maybe in the 80s already. But it took till the year 2000 when a New England Journal article proposed a technique for imaging infarction with late gadolinium that people woke up and thought, hey, this is interesting. And it was there already for 20 years in some form, maybe in a crude form, but it takes so long that some new technique gets to the real clinical arena. And um, was there anything unexpected that you found during your review besides this long delay period? So uh, we have seen uh, many techniques entering uh, into cardiac imaging. And some of the techniques were specifically in the area of radiology. But for example, um, in the area of ultrasound, 
not many articles were uh, published in radiology, uh, although a number of very important and crucial publications have been retrieved from the literature, but some aspects have more um, interest in the radiology community than others. For example, the introduction of CT and MR has uh, promoted a wealth of publications on the topic, but other topics have been uh, uh, less stressed in the radiology literature. And so we see that competition from cardiology literature uh, where ultrasound has been the main focus of research in the early years, for example. And we really wanted to highlight inflection points of technology, showing how imaging hardware and software um, have allowed for changes in diagnosis and management of patients. Cardiac imaging obviously is, it has a wealth of examples of that. And I was wondering if you could just choose one or two from your own review to show how technology has really impacted our ability to care for patients. So I believe that one of the uh, most cited articles from the journal are articles introducing conventional angiography, also for coronary imaging. And these are the highest, highest cited articles. And it's interesting to note that the early days of radiology were devoted to the uh, development of coronary angiography, which has now been going to the cardiology community mostly. So many of these early inventions were introduced by radiologists. And uh, also, for example, a major development was the introduction of course of uh, new CT technology, the multi-detector technology, which took off immediately. So here the delay was much less than with other techniques because it was so easy to grasp the clinical impact of this technique that everybody was starting doing cardiac CT and that has a very steep curve in the literature. MR has been around for uh, some more time, and as we discussed for late gadolinium enhancement, these MR techniques are somewhat more complicated, and the, here the delay of introducing it into clinical practice is hampered by these uh, technological uh, limitations which are more difficult to grasp by all the uh, other medical doctors who want to use these technologies. So um, moving from the past and even the present to the future, what do you see as new developments that are upcoming in imaging that will advance cardiac care? So when we uh, selected articles, we also intermingled a few articles which were pointing to some future directions. So for example, uh, the field of tissue characterization of myocardial disease has just started to develop to its full uh, potential. For example, uh, we have been using contrast agents, but nowadays also with the new techniques like T1 mapping, the whole new field of tissue characterization is opening up. And these techniques are so promising, but also so challenging to control all the technical parameters that it makes may take some years before they get introduced into clinical practice on a routine basis. Although here we see also a very steep introduction into the clinical practice. Another field which is uh, developing at this point in time 
is uh, the use of MR techniques uh, for patients with all sorts of devices. And for example, for tissue characterization, we can currently see that there are techniques who can avoid artifacts from devices that are introduced into patients, like ICD devices and other devices, and that artifacts can be repressed so that we can make clinical diagnosis of disease also in the presence of these former contraindications to cardiac MRI. So uh, the impression is that all the basic aspects of developing new techniques repeat themselves over time, but actually the real future for cardiac MRI and CT also is much improving. CT technology with higher spatial resolution and uh, shorter acquisitions and smart techniques to uh, improve coronary imaging are also on the verge of introduction into clinical practice. That were some of the observations we got from this literature review. Well, Albert, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. And of course, for all of the time that you and Dr. Higgins spent on this review article, because believe me, I know reviewing that literature was, was just a huge undertaking. So thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Levy.